Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a Big Show. Is everybody ready? Thirsty, thirsty, Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. <laughs> This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Where's the siren? It is the big show. Gordon Monson, kind of. Jake Scott, Austin Horton. I'm here. Across the glass, broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena. You know, sometimes when, we, when one show runs into another, it's just like, I don't know, it's like crosstalk off the air, and once you get going, you can't stop. Yeah, but here's the thing. Somehow Jake made it in here. There's an allotted amount of time for said <laughs> communication. It's called the commercial break. <laughs> Can you explain that there, Therefore, you're you're not starting the show scrambling to to plug everything in. You still don't I have see to show up. In fact, Austin, pick an insult because Gordon can't hear it. So, so whatever. I can hear you. I know, but you can't hear Austin. Austin, uh, what What's do you, what Austin you always do? Is say go to break? That's an ugly, ugly That's shirt case. matching ugly, ugly pair of shorts. Yeah, I agree with that. They're like the same color. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, too. It's like too. dirty mustard day. I don't, mm-hmm. It's like brown mustard. You know, I was just Spicy talking mustard. to my wife yeah. today. About Hi, Gordon. People who talk about you behind your back. No, I'm right in front your, of you. Yeah, here. Here. you were here. I know, but it, well, I didn't have the headphones on. So you might as well have been talking behind my back. But whose fault was that? Hey, I'm, I'm, not the one, I'm not the one doing the talking. Uh, no, but... It, it, I, I feel like if you're in the same room, basically. Yeah, but I couldn't hear him. Whose fault is that? That's well, what I'm saying. Yeah, but you invited him. You have a headphone him, jack you, in you front in, of you? You invited him to speak when I couldn't hear. I did. And that's what I, that's what I was talking to my wife about. So why is it that so many human beings feel like they need to talk about somebody when they can't hear them? Now, now I'll tell you this. Is it entirely behind your back when you can go back in podcast form <laughs> find out exactly good point, what, what was said right there. Well, and usually or if I have no problem telling you what I did say. If people are talking about you behind your back, you eventually don't sometimes find out. But uh, it's just, you know, if, if, I could, if I could say something to our listeners. From the heart. Don't talk about people behind their backs. You know? Don't talk about people when they can't hear you and you're sitting there jibber-jabbering about them, criticizing them or whatever. You know, what? What? what is it about human nature that wants to do that? You know? Uh, I don't by know. the way, Scotty's a real jerk. Have you noticed that about him? And Here, I'll, I'm I'll, just kidding. I'll, I'll tell joke. you my view on it. All right. Or at least what I what I uh, aspire to live up to. I don't care if I if I want your opinion, I'll ask for it. Therefore, you know, all other times I don't I don't care. No, but it's not about it's not about the person that's being talked about. It's about the people who are poisoning one another by talking about them. Yeah, whatever. You want to waste your time doing that? I, I, but it is a waste of time. That's my point. And so it's. 
the, the, the message is to the folks who are doing it, not, not to protect those who are being talked about, although some people could get their, their feelings hurt. I'm again. telling you my perspective. I don't care. You don't care about other you know, human beings. No, I just I don't. I don't care. Anybody possibly there, care about there's this? There's a you know there's there's people in my life that I that I care for their opinion and I ask them for it, you know, and it's on specific matters, right? Uh, Gordon, I I ask you uh, opinions uh, for your opinion about my career all the time. I've done so since I was uh, young in the business, right? Very much value your opinion on that. I'm not asking your opinion on. Uh, <laughs> on, how you comport uh, yourself at home? How right? to how to make how a how to make a tuna salad sandwich seat or whatever? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not uh-huh. on your your uh, you know when I have a broken sprinkler, I'm not breaking off a phone call to you. No offense. When you, you can't know what I mean? uh, reset your email password. So yeah, right. Well, I haven't I, mean, uh, I haven't perfected it. I mean, occasionally a comment will slip out from me, but but I I think it's something worth working on. You know, right. like Jake, I would, I, I can't ever remember ripping you behind your back. Oh, thanks, buddy. And if I have, I, I don't remember it. I don't know why I would do that because it's not, not, it doesn't do any good and it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't do the person any good that you're talking to. But there's a lot of gossipers out there who like to create stuff. And it's, I don't know. I don't know why that is. If you could explain that to me, I'd appreciate it. I, you I, being the, the anthropolo- human anthropologist that, that I'm are. not. I can't explain it. Okay. Austin's the least gifted producer I've ever had. That's that, rough. That, that was a rough. joke. No, it was rough. a joke. It's okay when you're kidding. That's what guys do. Rough. But if I meant that, wow. If I meant that, then that would be Austin not, is fat. That would be again. Oof. It was a joke, uh, and I think I was reading a list there, wasn't I, Austin? But uh, it wasn't meant as something I was actually saying to Austin. Uh, Austin, you're a jerk. Yeah, oh, like that. hey. No, I would never say that. Like that? It. Never say that and mean it. I don't care what Austin thinks. And, yeah, see, it, uh, it was a joke. Those are jokes. They're not, it's not real. I don't and think... I, I know people out there can say, well, we're just joking, too. No, you're not. No, you're not. Kay. You're talking serious. Well, let me ask you this. And I, I'm sorry that I'm going to reference yesterday's show. <laughs> but I've got to. Sorry, I've got to. I've got to ask ask you a question. Okay. Did you tell the aunt, aunt, whatever? Did you tell the aunt that you shrubbed in the picture that you shrubbed her? Well, first of all, that was not an insult. That was not. It, it's not an offense at her. It. It is. No, it wasn't. Did you tell it, her? It was. It was. It was a. It was a nuclear family photo, and she was an. An aunt so, that was over here somewhere, and there are many other photos with her in it. But for the family Christmas card, it would have been weird to have the nuclear family and then the aunt over on the side. So you put a shrub that was not there <laughs> in front of a family member. Yes. So did you tell this family member that that you shrubbed her? I think somebody probably did. <laughs> You, no, I, false, yeah, because, first of all, I, was, I wasn't in control of the photo. Uh, it was, you know, so I, I wasn't responsible for But if it. you know something, shouldn't you say something? Well, if it's going to be hurtful to someone, I don't see any reason to do that. Ah, the it's conundrum. No, 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 yeah, it wasn't behind, It wasn't an insult. It wasn't talking about her. It was just... It Cutting was, her no, out no, of your... It was your, editing it was, the photo so that it would be just not the nuclear there. family. 
She's not. It would have been even weirder present. if we'd kept her in there. Nope. Yes, it would have. Nope. This is, but this I just is, want to know if you told her. Thing. I just want to know if you told her. She probably her. found out one way or another. There were a zillion other pictures with oh, her in it. Shrubbed. Just one. Shrubbed. So That's funny. not the same thing. So funny. Not the same thing. You know, talking about someone behind their back, I think is a little like going up behind them and shoving them, you know, during a playoff game. I'd I'd rather have somebody talk about me behind my back than be shrubbed from a family photo. We, am I talking about Patrick Beverly behind his back now? You know. Okay. Good times. Should we get into the, the news of the day? Indeed. All right. We've got a we've got a busy show for you. Joining us at three o'clock, Evan Brennan will be on the show. He is an NFL agent and he's gonna jump on with us and help us navigate the name, image, and likeness yeah. waters today. It's complicated. At uh, three. We're gonna replay Tom Holmo's interview with DJ and PK this morning. Uh, he was he was terrific, uh, you know. Honestly, commenting on how this is going to go. So let me let me start with a, a question about what can, BYU is doing. Can I can I tease Sam Amick and then we can jump yeah. into the split story no, no, of the day, no, which you, of course is this will be the topic. Okay, is that all right. All right? I, just all something right? specific to that, but yeah, go ahead. Sam Amick at five. It's time for the split story of the day, Austin. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Tom Homo, BYU Athletic Director. How much is the university educating or going to be educating these kids as far as if they come into cash on how to handle it and maybe what to expect? Right now, that's what we're trying to do with Built for Life is to accelerate programs that will help them learn how best to deal with these types of opportunities to make money. We've done this for years. Every school in the state has educated their student athletes, and it's not just about football and baseball and basketball. It's about a relationship, and it's about the way that we connect with our student athletes, and this just speeds it up about 100 times what has been in the past. Tom Holmo uh, from this morning on DJ and PK, and we will play that in its entirety coming up at 4. Gordon, you were saying. Well, I, I was saying something specific to BYU's situation because I read through their rules for how they're handling this, uh, this particular situation. And uh, I, I found it curious where it says that BYU athletes can, you know, appear in, in endorsements and whatnot and do their thing. However, they can't break the honor code, the uh, dress and grooming standards. And so I thought, what if, let's say BYU had an Olympic swimmer. Of course and, you're. And, 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 somebody, and somebody wanted to have them appear in a commercial in a swimsuit. Now... Last time I checked, you can't walk around BYU's campus in a swimsuit. So what would happen in a case like that? See, here's the here's the thing, Gordon, is if they enforce the rules that way, then there would be no swim team. <laughs> is so that what I know? Obviously That's there, a bit of another there are thing. some exceptions that are made. So I would guess your 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 example there was they'd work something out. Okay, so what would happen if uh, let's say BYU had an Olympic swimmer who was uh, just really really good gold medal winner, and and that female Olympic swimmer appeared in an ad 
with like a bikini on. I don't know, Gordon. Get somebody on the. Here's what it's designed for: that swimmer appearing in an ad and and saying, "I smoke camel cigarettes." <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're trying to avoid. When I do meth, yeah, I only do. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. I don't know if they're going to get into the to the. What, 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 if, what if a BYU if, football player uh, appeared in a beard trimming ad? That's them adhering this, to the honor. No, no, it's just a trimming, <laughs> trimming, not cutting it off. I love it that this is where your mind goes. No, it's just it's I just, thought about that when I read through those. Something. I'm sure they'll get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to the entire conversation with Tom Homo, there was a lot of we're going to have to get to the bottom of it because this is uh, these are uncharted waters. Yes, they are. And so there's going to have to be a lot of adapting. I would guess that uh, these standards, which were were published today by BYU, which good good for them for putting it out there. I think they they came off today as very prepared, and uh, you, you know I think a, a lot of it will have to be adjusted. NCAA rules will have to be adjusted as we go. You know, state laws some are in place, some are not. Um, so it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I'm glad we're having someone on who is a, an expert in the whole sports agent realm because that's a whole nother thing. That's going to be kind of interesting to watch. The if if we're just getting into uber details here, the one that uh, that uh, I liked was that uh, you can use BYU's uh, you know related marks and logos and those sorts of things. Uh, the uniform. Uh, I'll read uh, directly here. Only after those rights have been secured through a formal agreement granting specified rights. When you may not use, uh, <clears throat> while you may not use marks or logos in your uh, NIL activities right now, additional information on how to secure such rights is forthcoming. That means BYU wants a cut of it. Yeah, I was going to say if you've ever seen or read The Godfather, where the, <laughs> the Robert De Niro's uh, the the guy running the neighborhood at the time says, "I just want to wet my beak." Wet my beak a little bit. That's BYU right there. We just want to wet our beaks. If you go out there and secure a big deal and you want to wear your helmet, well, you know, we just need a little, <laughs> just need a little Ched coming our way, and we could we could talk about that. I love hearing from the Daba Swinnies of the world and uh, everybody else out there who is who has been putting essentially the boot heel on the throats of uh, NCAA athletes all these years. Oh, please, saying, hyperbole saying, much? Saying, oh, we're so excited about this. What a wonderful day. Come on. Dabo Sweeney's got his boot heel on the necks of his players. <laughs> I'm talking uh, about I mean, the could, entire NCAA could your, organization. Could your rhetoric get a little more extreme? <laughs> Is that possible? I just love it. All these people. Oh, the glory of amateurism. It's you know we gotta keep it this way. This is the way it is. We don't want these athletes to become become uh, you know uh, employees of the university. Why not? Because they didn't want the liability of it. But we don't. We didn't want all that. And all of a sudden today happens. Is oh wonderful. This is funny. Yeah, there's a lot of hypocrisy in the world today. But you know what those guys' job is is to compete. Under uh, whatever structure they're required to compete under. So, you know why they're all celebrating today? Because that's what they got to do to win. That's the message they have to put out there to continue to recruit and win football games. What about the lesser half of, say, the Big Ten? 
those schools and administrators from those schools complaining that now the the only the premier programs are going to benefit and that this is somehow going to be out of order. Meanwhile, they've been pocketing a bunch of money all this time at the expense of the athletes and uh, at the expense of other schools who aren't in, included in the preferred Power Five. It's it's you're right, man. College sports is so filled with hypocrisy. It's it's unbelievable. Well, outside of your uh, vindictive take there, <laughs> are, uh, I love it. You know, we need to get a guest on who agrees with you and me, Austin, on this side of the issue. And I want to I want to hear how you so, react. So, but to your that. entire point to his comment, which is true. Your entire idea was, well, yeah, you deserve it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I mean, there was not, oh, Colin Sports. Uh, it was, there was no, oh, he's not right about that. They'll be able to do, you know, figure it out and put it together. Nope. Your, your response was, <laughs> you can take your medicine and like it. I remember, Enjoy. I remember having a conversation with a sports editor of one of the major, major newspapers in this country about college sports. And this was oh, worked at the LA Times. This was probably in the early 90s. And he was going on and on about the hypocrisy of college sports back then. And uh, it, a lot of it still exists, unfortunately. But as Jake says... Those those athletes, those student athletes, are benefiting in a major way from having their college education paid for. Yeah, that that horrible system that provided a better life for thousands I, upon I thousands love, of people I is love, just <laughs> evil as hell. I love the I Miami mean, quarterback <laughs> right off the bat made twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> What's his name again? I forget. Jackson, I think it is. Uh, you know, and and the twins from Fresno State. How cool was that? Were they the first ones? No, there was uh, there was someone in New York that signed up with a barber shop. He oh, was oh. the first. But. Okay, wasn't there a kid from Jackson State that signed up early too? Anyway, uh, those you know, Fresno State female basketball players, I think that's pretty cool. They have all these followers on Twitter and whatnot, and whatever Facebook or Instagram, and uh, they <laughs> face face. They're they're getting a boatload of money from from who? Who is it? I don't know. I don't. Know. I, don't, I, don't. I don't. Anyway, so yeah. I mean, th- see, there's nothing wrong with that, Jake. I know you're worried about all the recruiting advantages and all this stuff. But here you have two. You have twin sisters who are on uh, Fresno State's basketball team, and they're getting paid a, a handsome sum uh, in a way that would have been illegal yesterday. And here they are getting that, and it's not going to affect recruiting at Fresno State one bit. That's a nice story. It's true, though. Well, I mean, how many stories can you talk about that uh, sports have pulled somebody out of poverty and and slingshotted them into success? I mean, we could talk about anecdotal stories till we're blue in the face, and it makes us all feel terrific about ourselves. But the truth is, it will it will it will it. Will it benefit college sports? I love college sports. I love how uh, I I love college football in particular. We, I always we have. All, we all do. Yeah. No. I I mean, you, you all do in a self-hating way. No. And, no. and don't care that it, this is going to change a lot of things, and it's going to have a lot of byproducts that aren't particularly positive. No, but the good uh, outweighs a, the bad. Solving a problem that wasn't particularly a problem in the first place. See, Jake, this way it is. In, like in, in, in the United States of America, you, you go to Washington, D.C., and there you have people who are 
passing bills or, or pushing bills that might have some downsides to them, but they have uh, a, a whole lot of good to them, too. And, you know, this is what you do. You know, you work with it. You massage it. You uh, you uh, compromise at times. You know, you you take the bad, the, the more minimal bad with the uh, the major good. All right. I, I know you think it's going to screw everything up, and we'll see. It, it may screw some things up, but uh, and, and I think there's going to be limits on on how far it can go, right? No, I mean they have salary caps in the in the pro sports, right? I I don't think there are plans for a limit. There, there's 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 been talk. There's a lot of talk out there right now because, as you said, Jake. We're all just sort of bouncing along here. Wait, who are they to say that? Yeah, if you can't make a billion dollars off of a toothpaste. Oh, See, and this is this is the road you go down when it's such a moral issue. I, I agree. If we're going to make a moral issue of that, who's whoever to put it's, a cap it's on? It's got to it? be free market, right? It's got to be all the, the way. The reason free you can do that in the in the NBA is because of collective bargaining. And good luck with that. Do you think the players, the athletes, college athletes, will unionize? Unionize to give themselves a salary cap. I doubt it. <laughs> it's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> Let's see if it Let's pays limit off for what them. we're doing yeah. here. What do you think of uh, the uh, the uh, what's his name? What's the quarterback at Oklahoma? Rattler. Is that his name? You know the guy I'm talking. I'm not about. Phil Steele. He, I don't know he these came, people. He came up with a his own logo, his brand logo, and it's. Uh, it's the uh, shape of a rattlesnake, and he he said that he's looking forward to donating a percentage of the money that he gets to underserved portions of the community. Smart move on his part. What's that kid's name? Spencer Rattler, is it? He's one of the, he's one of the up and coming quarterbacks in uh, college football. I've always Googled. I'm Googling right now. Made a big impression on you. No, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, it's Rattler, Spencer Rattler. So it's it's got the it's got the shape of a a rattlesnake with you know, and then a little leg in front, SR, and he's uh, that's his brand now. Well, the nice. ego. How, how nice for him. The ego to have your own logo at the ready. What's your logo? Well, that's America. You, have you ever sat down and drawn a Gordon no, no, Monson logo? But, but if I could make money doing it, why not? Why couldn't you make money doing Ma- well, it? Well, maybe I could. I never thought of it. I never because was... you're not an egomaniac. No, you didn't well, sit not, and doodle not, a personal logo. <laughs> I'm not inclined. I, but but if someone else is, what a jerk! No, no he wants to donate to charities. A yeah, what personal a jerk. logo. Who is he, Prince? <laughs> So the, the, this is what I'm looking forward to, this this one specific scenario. As far as if you want to get into specific scenarios. I'm looking forward I, uh, to there, there, is a, uh, there used to be an advertiser long, long ago. There was a, a bail bond uh, shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met the owner years ago because I was doing uh, – Well, was, don't tell us what you were doing. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's relevant, actually. Uh, because I was doing a, a pre half and post at the point after – for a youth sure football, it wasn't point the mountain. No, pretty sure for a for a youth football game, and he is a huge youth fan. Okay. great, great dude. He was really fun to get to know. Actually, sure. he's a huge into sports. He's uh-huh. a great guy. So I just I can't wait for the first youth player <laughs> <laughs> to appear in a spot. Hi, I'm current youth linebacker. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm here to tell you about my when friend. When I need said, to get yeah, bailed out. When... <laughs> no. You guys read. I call. You guys read uh, spots sometimes, and you don't, it, it, that doesn't mean that you're completely connected to it. You're just providing a service. How dare you? Only the best for family and friends. I, I would never. And, and I would never line- have a problem with a linebacker who wanted to, you know, pitch uh, bail bonds. If that's, you know, I, mean, I, I wouldn't automatically assume that he's utilized the service. There would be that implication you know like i'll tell you this there has been some stuff on this station that i have turned down (laughs) (laughs) i said you know what i just don't know if i want my voice on on that i don't know if i'm comfortable with that we can leave it there When I have pink eye, I use. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just can't wait for that spot. That's Jake's all. up there. When I have chlamydia. Hey, cut that first of all. Uh, cut my name out of it. And, <laughs> went and from just, pink eye to yeah, that? Jeez. All right, stay tuned. I'm just trying to think of something that would be. More Big Show coming up next. <laughs> I didn't think that word would come up today. I don't even know what it is. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You can't stop me now. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires. The team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Network. See, that would be a good one. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day today is Beck, and I'll explain why here momentarily. But it is brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. You can buy tickets, too. Oh, I mentioned that. Uh, here's the reason why. We've got uh, we've got a adjustment to the schedule. Okay. What are you guys doing? No, we were just kidding. Gordon said in my ear a name, but that guy never played college football. Yeah, true. All right, we can explain this here in a second. But here's why we have Beck as our band of the day. Because Sam Amick had some uh, travel complications, some flight delays, Mm -hmm. and is unable to join us today. But luckily, Howard, Howard Beck, who usually joins us on Fridays, he is uh, able to adjust. So Howard Apparently has no life and can just join <laughs> us whenever we want him to. Howard will join it's us at summertime. Five, uh, and thus Beck, right? Howard Beck? Beck? Oh, it works perfect. I like Beck. Yeah. I mean, Howard or Beck well, Beck? Both. Say, is Beck Jeff Beck? Who's Beck and who's Jeff Beck? Jeff Beck is a guitar player. Yeah. Beck is just okay. Beck. Okay. The music you just heard. Yeah. But that's not that's not Coming one of in. the same, right? So we're 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 cooking up a, a fun activity <laughs> involving the name, <laughs> image, the and here. likeness, like a, a fun game. I think we're going to do this at four four thirty. Austin, is that all right? Can that's we fun, can we yeah. have it together by four thirty? Well, I don't know if we'll have it together by four thirty, <laughs> but we'll do this then. You want to give the listeners a hint as to what it is? Well, 
there's it, it's a party game. You're going to be able to laugh at us. Yes, it's a party game. Uh, you'll be able to laugh at our expense and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, other people's expense as well. But yeah, a party game. We talked a little bit about it in the last segment. Weird possible uh, sponsorship ideas for people out there. Right, will be involved. That's what we're going for. But we don't want to, you know, run anybody current down. So we might, you know, some blast from the past. People that won't mind. Hey, I'm Newt Rockney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So stay tuned for that. Well, hopefully it'll be a funny segment at 430. And <laughs> would, if, would, uh, wait, how about George Gibb? George Gibb could uh, sell zippers and they could say win one for the zipper. I'm just letting that sit for a minute. Just how about you zip it? Just letting that, uh, just letting that marinate. Sit <laughs> happens. Anywho, we'll do that at four thirty. Howard Beck at five. Sam Amick tomorrow. Let's go to break. Gordon, the Suns are moving on. Uh, they beat the Clippers in L.A. last night, one thirty to one o three. Chris Paul might have had the finest game of his career. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he he was incredible. Forty one points, eight assists. I mean, I'm just uh, talk about uh, a no special turnovers. a special performance. <laughs> Thanks for, for putting that in. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Are you, are you uh, thinking of Boyan or something? No, no, no. Just you and your one track mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, you know. Uh, but anyway, don't hold your breath to to get the biggest victory of his career to catapult the Suns into the NBA Finals. Has your opinion changed about uh, Chris Paul? Because you were always sort of bagging on him a little bit for his playoff performance. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll absolutely uh, root against him for pretty much every game he plays. That, that will still continue. But Just because I mean, you don't like him. You don't like the I, sneaking I don't, through the back tunnel. <laughs> I just don't root for him. I don't, I don't want to say, like, people get so caught up in the, I don't like, I don't know Chris Paul. I have no idea, you well, know, like a, it's like because he he bugs me in, Why? in the world of sport. He bugs me. What? Well, how's he bug you? What's he? Oh, just cries about call after call after no, call, and he just he got anointed kind of too early before he'd really done anything, which actually adds to. Uh, this story and why Chris Paul honestly is a, is a cool story. I'll admit that, but I'm not rooting for the guy. Okay, but I, I don't I don't expect you to root for him. I just don't want know why you root against him. Oh, because I root against all sorts of people. I know, yeah, and I, mean, I don't I, I yeah, don't understand well, that. I'm sorry for you. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I know just a fact of I don't life root against people. It's a fact of life for me. Um, but it is it is a good story. I I think the Suns in a in a weird way. Um, it kind of it, basketball has become all about analytics, right? We had D- Dale Murphy on the other day talking mm-hmm. about how baseball is all about uh, yep. analytics. Well, the the beauty of sport is there's there's a lot of strategy that goes into it, right? And if if you're operating off analytics, by definition, you're actually operating off information that everybody has, right? But you're also taking the decision away from yourself because you're relying on something else. But but it's it's proven something that that has proven consistent. Throughout uh, history, not only of sport, but when uh, everyone's going right, often the the team or player or whatever that goes left comes out with the advantage. You know, everybody wants to go with the latest fad, but oftentimes the the player or team that goes a new direction is the team that resets the standard. Okay, so what's what's the connection here? So Phoenix 
is and Chris Paul in particular, and I realize I'm saying this on a night where Chris Paul went went seven for eight, but I think it it holds true. Phoenix is, is Chris Paul is a mid range guy. Mm-hmm. He put the Jazz out of the playoffs, in fact, uh, because he's a mid range guy. And he, you know, he had an extraordinary um, uh, game last night. I mean, he was just as Locke would say, you know, on a different, in a different place, in a different time, in a different world. Did it I get that was, right? Right. It, it I mean, was extraordinary. It, it was something special. But uh, you know, the Suns themselves, the team with Devin Booker and Jay Crowder for crying out loud, only shot thirty-one threes. Mm-hmm. You know, so if in an analytical world where you say, okay, the best two shots in basketball are at the rim and at the three, mm-hmm. and specifically the corner three, well, the other team knows that too. So at what point was somebody going to go a different direction? Should we be surprised that a team that is dominant in the mid-range was able to gut out playoff series because everybody's planning on how to stop the corner three and the shots at the rim? Makes sense. Uh, you know, the uh, the Art of War, right? The the book by oh, Sun never, Tzu. Never read it, read it. I actually read it in college. But, the, you know, a, a big theme, part of it, everybody knows, is, you know, attack your enemy where they're weakest, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we go, hey, this is the right way to win basketball games because the percentages tell us all this. Well, that's not necessarily always true because the other team is really smart, too, and they get to strategize for exactly what you're planning for. The Jazz are built a very specific way. And the minute that the, a team didn't play into their hands, the Jazz would have trouble. And it, that's been true for a couple of years. And so, everybody plans a certain way, although some teams are more versatile than others. Correct. Absolutely. But the Jazz were built to stop at the rim and stop the corner three. And they're really, really good at it. So why would you expect the other team to try to get to the rim and try to shoot the corner three? Ironically enough, what eventually broke through was nobody could stay in front of their man and ended up it was a choice between either prevent a dunk or prevent a corner three. But, you know, in the case of the Suns, I think they go against the grain and and your math nerd out there would say, well, it's not even worth it to take mid-range shots, except for the Phoenix Suns are going to the NBA finals. Mm -hmm. Yep, good point. So that's the thought I had of the lesson that I'm taking from the Suns is, you know, smart people and math and all that stuff. There, there's a lot of info right there, but it's still got to be a marriage yeah. between basketball mind, whatever that means, and the information that you're given. What's the, the quote that Dave Fox always used to bring up that Rick Majera said about stats? Stats are like the string bikini. They reveal as much as they conceal. It's almost like that quote from Sophia Loren about the dress. One-upped on my pervy sayings, sweet. Not one-upped. One-upped. No, just added there, too. Didn't even acknowledge what you said. I heard even Didn't even, without a beat, like, it reminds me of a Essentially said... Don't waste our time with that. Yeah. Say it this way. I prefer a quote from somebody else. You guys are so insecure. All I was saying... Are we? Yeah, you had a quote, and I had a quote, although I didn't have the quote, actually, but I... You gave yours and I gave mine. Why is that one-upping? A woman's dress should be like a barbed wire fence serving its purpose without obstructing the view. What does that have to do with stats? It was like Sophia Loren talking in the same way that Rick Majerus did. But I don't get the analogy. You said it's like this. No, Majerus had an analogy connected to stats. That's just a pervy saying. (laughs) Never mind. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Continue with your thoughts. This please. this was she was referring to barbed wire fences with dresses and 
This was stats to bikinis. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> so it was just a matter yeah, of, uh, I'm going to do it better than you. <laughs> whoa, whoa, not, whoa. It was not. No, so stay insecure. in your lane, Jake. So insecure. Are Making a point so, so about uh, modern basketball. <laughs> it's a good point, what you talked about with the, the whole, okay, you're going to prepare for this. We're going to do it different. And now I wouldn't be surprised if some teams copy what the Suns are doing. That's why, you know, I wonder if eventually, you know, you will come back around fully where it's about back to the basket bigs and all these. It's, it's, it's crazy how the NBA and sports in general, it's such a follower league, right? I mean, you think of this is a great example. I always thought think of the Shaq years yeah, and how many teams drafted supposedly somebody who could stand up to Shaq. Mm hmm. You're following what they're doing. Now, fast forward to today, you know, a few teams tried to do or, uh, you know, decided to do it differently, had a bunch of success, and the big man is nearly obsolete. But if there were ever a shack again, somebody that size and that athletic, <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to adjust. Just think about what would happen if Shaq were playing in today's game. Oh, he'd crush it. He'd he'd go to the line a zillion times and he'd be still incredible, still bad at basketball, but he'd, he'd be, be just he'd be scoring forty points. A he'd game. be just as dominant, if not more so. Yeah. And all of a sudden, teams again would be holy cow. We got to draft somebody that uh, that can do just that. Even though Shaq, of course, was a you know, pretty, you want to say generational. I mean, he certainly was a pretty generational player. Although you talk about threes and at the rim, think about what the Houston Rockets were doing back in the, in the 90s with Akeem. They just, they had Akeem down low and three guys lined up around the three-point line. And that was magic. And he went to work. Yeah. yeah. And then it was all of a sudden who could, who could stop the dream shake. I mean, yeah. it's it's... The copycat nature of the league, I, this, this is why I appreciate outside-the-box thinking so much. Even if that's going back to an old strategy. Well, there is nothing completely new. Nothing completely yeah. new. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, there's different strategies that can be employed. I like the whole idea, Jake, about being the versatility thing is really intriguing to me. Um, because it's something that the Jazz, uh, it's a hole in their arsenal. And uh, and you see the value of it if you have the right players to be versatile. And, uh, I mean, there could be some players who are versatile in ways um, uh, that aren't complete. But uh, I, I, that notion sounds appealing. I agree. I mean, I, I think Rudy's gone a long way to make his game – Excuse me, his game more versatile. Mm -hmm. I mean, if take a look at how he plays against the pick and roll and how that's evolved uh, during his career, it's it's really really remarkable. I mean, he's he's turned himself into a more versatile player. But it's why I wish that he had that offensive game or yeah. offensive ability to take advantage when teams teams play mm -hmm. small. I wish he could could add that to his game. For Donovan, who's adding versatility, and we can come up with a number, uh, a number of examples that have made him a more versatile player, mm -hmm. I, I wish he would be a better defensive yeah. player. I wish mm -hmm. he would add that to his game to make him uh, a more versatile player because I, I think you're right. I think versatility is, is really at a premium right now until the next 
whatever comes along that makes teams adjust to it. But right now, since Golden State's success, it's all about versatility, switchy defenses, all these things that, that are tough to coach against. Yeah. But if Shaq did exist today, you could never play like those yeah, teams play. Exactly you never right. could. And that was your point with Rudy all along, uh, that you, you punish him at the other end. You couldn't do that. How many Shaq. dunks are they going to let you get yeah. before you do something else? He it, would go for 40, 50 points yeah. a game. And and your whole team would foul out while he was in the process of it. <laughs> yeah, because you remember fouls when, were never called against him, even though a defender would set up his position and Shaq would just knock him off it. Do you remember when when the Jazz drafted Pavel Podklazine for the? Uh, <laughs> they actually drafted him for the Mavericks, I believe, and it was a trade. It was during the uh, the Chris Humphreys. Oh, who was the other guy? The the off guard. I think was he, it Gordon he went, No, he went to prison for a hot minute. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Kirk. No, there was Chris Humphreys. Oh, Kirk. Uh, is it Kirk Snyder? Yeah, Kirk is that right? Snyder. Yeah, I believe it was that that year. Anyway, Pavel Pakasin, who who I believe never played a minute in the NBA. I mean, he might have. Was like, <laughs> but it was it, he was non-factor, right? You know, this is a first-round draft pick. The only thing this dude had going for him was that he was the size of a Dern house because teams <laughs> yeah. were like, oh, man, this Shaq guy, we got we to gotta do something, right? So, I mean, as soon as the next whatever comes along, I mean, teams are going to – I don't know. Again, it, it makes me – it's why I like outside-the-box thinking. Do you – have you come around on the Suns yet? Oh, I'm rooting for whoever comes out of no, the No, I'm just saying sure. – I'm, I'm just saying if you come around – to acknowledge that they're a good team. Yesterday, Locke came on with us and said they were the worst. If they won a championship, they'd be the worst championship team since 1979. Yeah, but he's—I mean—he's probably right about that. But I—I I like things about the Suns. I—I I really like their head coach. Seems like a really smart, decent coach. And I remember when he—I had this this weird kind of bout of respect. Not about that's not the right word. A feeling of respect for him when he took the Phoenix job over the Lakers job, just because he said, "I think this is you know I could go to the Lakers. I'd be coaching LeBron. I mean, how many coaches have titles now simply because they coached LeBron? I mean, mm-hmm. that would have been the path of least resistance. But he took the Suns' job because he thought it was a better job. It was a team he could develop and work with, and and a place he wanted uh, the, wanted to coach, yeah. as opposed to being about the glory and the and yeah. the and the ship and all this stuff. It's about this is the this is the more appealing gig to me. I, I always thought, all right, here's a coach who who's interested in coaching. Yeah, you can respect that for sure. So there are things about the Suns that I do like, not wild about their owner. Plus, you also like the fact that there's something new. I do like that, and that's you know that's what we were guaranteed to get this year. Like it or not, the Suns are new uh, new blood in the finals, which and I do think is a good thing. I hope this is an unpopular opinion here, but if the Jazz had found a way to beat the Clippers, I think the Suns would have beaten the Jazz. Oh, I don't know about that. If the Jazz were healthy, I don't you know. Yeah, they were three and zero the against them during the regular season. I know, season. but that doesn't that matter is not, know. sir. Yeah, yeah, but they had trouble. But it doesn't. Okay. I don't think Don, I don't think DeAndre Ayton would be playing nearly as well as he's playing now if he had to to butt heads with Rudy. Uh, yeah, that could be true. I uh, want to remind you, the Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hanson Scotty will announce another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah as they count down to the start of the college football season. 
It's the top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon only here on the Zone Sports Network. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What do you want? You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Just doing it big, you know. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. One, two, you know what to do. All right. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jig Scott, 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. This game we're going to play at 4.30. I think it's going to be funny. Tune in because that has the potential to be funny, and if it's not, it'll be a real crash and burn. So you want to listen either way. <laughs> either way. <laughs> either way. Uh, either way, you, it's... It'll be memorable. It's going to be something. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be something. <laughs> memorable. It's such a two-edged sword, isn't it? And Austin will certainly have some tape that, that will live on. That <laughs> <laughs> will live on, I would encourage you A couple to, of the examples we've come up randomly between ourselves already have just been... Can we, the one I told you, can we share that as the example to the listener of what we're doing? Uh... Not now, but maybe yeah. later. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I know, because you're particularly proud of it, which, I am. which is, is good. <laughs> but then you can't use either one of those I won't. in the game. I won't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get in trouble for it, too. That, that would not, we might. That would not Why? Say. It's Gordon's idea. Oh, it was not mine. I'd prefer that that would just fade away into a great beyond. And you keep bringing it up. And I always will. Uh, Evan Brennan. Ten years from now, even, I'll bring it up. Evan Brennan joy, uh, will join us at the uh, top of the 3 o'clock hour. He's an NFL agent. We're going to talk to him about, you know, how this name, image, and likeness is going to go from his standpoint. That's a particularly, uh, I think, sticky wicket. Agents? Yeah. Well, I think, let me, let me put Because this- if you have an agent, Jake, who runs an agency... And then has a player who is endorsing that agency. That does not seem like that could be difficult. Well, here's my concern. And I certainly would not put Evan in this category. So don't get me wrong. But here's my concern. Predatory behavior in general. You know, people coming at these young people where they just want a piece of them. And, of course, people in their young tw- uh, you know, early 20s, sometimes the judgment isn't what it's like here in my early 40s. However, you know if, what I mean? if a remuneration is great, then who's the victim, you know? For instance, I mean, and this, this is kind of a weird one because it doesn't really apply, but, you know, our, our college athletes who are wearing certain shoes, is that, are they victims? No, no, I more mean like people with not necessarily their best interest at heart. Okay. Forming relationships because oh, now gotcha. because mm-hmm. now they can. Okay. I'm more talking about I mean how Shady many Shady types yes, coming in and Yes. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of that in the agent world, as you know. Again, I'm I'm being very careful not to cast Evan in that uh, category because I don't uh, I don't believe he is, and I believe there are plenty of good actors out there that do have 
young people's best intentions at heart. But the, show me the money. That's why I'm saying the the predatory behavior where where I'm looking for some, you know influence stuff like that. Okay. Because you're taking away a kind of a line of defense, if that makes any sense. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a concern. And Tom Homo talked about that this morning with DJ and PK. Um, and it's just something you're going to have to see how it goes. But I, I do think that student-athletes are certainly a lot more vulnerable, vulnerable to that sort of thing today than they were yesterday. All right, yeah. So somehow that needs to be – athletes need to be made aware of it so that they can be protected. And that's what he said. He mm. said, you know, they, they educate their guys now. I mean, they're going to have to – Probably bounce that up a little. Yeah, I heard two, him say but, that, yeah, and I yeah, thought that was but, a really good point, Jake. Well, it's really his only option. Yeah, I mean, we're in reality where the cat's not going back into the bag. So, I mean, what, there's there's honestly nothing else that he can do. Well, outside of develop the parameters which they have, and we'll see how that goes. I would I would expect legislation from the state to come yeah, at some we'll point see. in the near future. We'll see how that goes. You know, you mentioned the cat out of the bag. I saw somebody on Twitter compared it to to the paste out of the toothpaste out of the tube. Can't put it back in. But when you said cat out of the bag, was the cat in the bag? And oh. now you're one upping my cliche. No. <laughs> I just wonder how the cat got in the bag. That's all. It's oh, all it right. looks like cat's got his tongue there, Gordon. So anyway, you really struggle with figures of speech. Well, I just can't I, swing I, a dead cat I, without Gordon one up and you on a cliche. No, I just that seems like such a strange saying, you know. Why? Why was the cat in the bag to begin? Yeah, with? but why don't you complain about again? Like he's on fire, you know? Why? <laughs> was there a basketball player who was actually on fire? Where did that come from? <laughs> okay. All right, I apologize. The fact remains we control our destiny here. Oh, we do. Please, no. That's just erroneous. A cat could be in a bag. Evan Brennan is going to join us coming up next, uh, NFL agent at UA Sports Agency. We're going to talk to him about the, the change in the rules uh, that uh, went into effect today. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.